everyone. Welcome. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Alexander, and you're listening to another episode of Ivy Exec Insights, a weekly podcast brought to you by Ivy Exec, an elite network of global thought leaders. You can visit us at ivyexec.com and also follow us on your favorite podcast platform. The topic of today's episode is four proven steps to build your authority and attract high-value clients with our special guest, Michael Zupersky, CEO and co-founder at Consulting Success. Michael Zupersky is the CEO of Consulting Success, a company dedicated to helping entrepreneurs build profitable, scalable and strategic consulting firms. Aside from advising companies such as Financial Times, Dow Jones, RBC, and Panasonic, he has helped over 800 consultants from around the world increase their revenue by six and seven figures in over 75 industries. In this episode, you will have a chance to hear how to develop a big idea that gets the attention and interest of your ideal clients, the best ways to make sure your content reaches your ideal clients, and the systems you can easily set up to use the consistently build your authority and attract more ideal clients to your business. Enjoy the show. Thanks so much for having me. Uh, it's great to be back. I'm guessing nobody woke up today saying, you know, I really I'm excited just to, to be in a presentation or a workshop. There's a reason why you're here. And it's the outcome that you want to achieve from uh, investing this time. Uh, and that is learning how to build your authority, uh, create more recognition and awareness uh, for your area of expertise, and ultimately attract more high-value clients or build a more successful uh, business. Uh, and so to get the most out of that, I, I want to encourage you, again, to remove all distractions so you can be very focused. But also, please make sure that you have pen and paper or some way to take notes because I'm going to go through these four different steps, which means that you're going to probably want to take some notes. So if you don't have that in front of you right now, this is the time to grab some pen and paper or open up a, a Word doc or something along those lines so that you can take some notes. Uh, and we're going to go through the four proven steps to build your authority and attract high-value clients. So that's, that's really the plan of what we're going to be going through here today. So with that, um, is everyone good? Are you ready to get into it? Let's, let's then get right into it. All right, so step number one, uh, when you're thinking about building your authority, when you want to be recognized as a real expert, when you want to have more visibility uh, and more awareness for who you are, and I'll just back up for a moment, you know, why would you want to do that? Well, the, the lion's share, right, the majority of, of market share, of business, of, of inbound leads, of revenue, right, is always applied uh, in what is known as the Pareto principle, right? The 80-20, and it's not always 80-20. Sometimes it'll be 95-5, sometimes it'll be 70-30. But if you look across, whether it's a GDP of economies, whether it's you look at uh, where the profits come with inside of an organization, you can always find that there's a dis- disproportionate amount of uh, of outcome or output that comes from a much smaller input. Meaning that if you are taking the right steps and you have positioned yourself where you are receiving significant recognition and visibility and awareness, and you are known for something, then you will receive the lion's share or the majority, uh, right? Or a pretty significant proportion 
of the interest, of the leads, of the conversations, of the business. So really what we're going to be getting at here today is how do you achieve that, right? How do you actually build your authority and uh, and create a lot more awareness, a lot more visibility, a lot more recognition so that you can create a bigger outcome and, and the results that you want by being known and therefore being able to attract and having more of your ideal clients reaching out to you because they see you as that authority and as that expert and want to engage you and want to engage your expertise, right? Which helps you to grow your business and helps you to make a, a greater impact um, and, and really serve more people. So that's, that's the purpose of building your authority, right? Um, and really taking your, your intellectual property or your knowledge and being able to share it with others so you can help more people and make a, right, a greater impact and serve more people. So the first step in this, though, is you need to have the right foundation in place. And that foundation is you need to get really clear on who your ideal client is. So when people talk about building authority, you might think about somebody who one mistake that I see a lot of people make, especially when we frame this up from the perspective of um, consulting and professional services, which I know is an area that, that many of you are in or are planning to get involved in. And there's kind of a fallacy out there or there's uh, a potential mistake that people make, and that is focusing too much on what we call vanity metrics, right? So very often people think that what they need to do is focus on getting a lot of Twitter followers, right? Or Facebook friends or Instagram followers or YouTube subscribers, right? All that stuff is, is fine. There's nothing wrong with having a lot of people following you in your work, but uh, volume is, is not what you want, right? So the consulting business and professional services and building your authority is actually not about volume. It's about value. Because if you work in professional services, if you are a consultant, typically one client will be pretty high value for you, right? You're not selling um, pencils. You're not selling neckties or, or underwear or socks or toothbrushes, right? You're not selling to consumers. You're selling to uh, typically savvy decision makers inside of organizations. And that might be a profit or nonprofit. It might be a funded startup or a multi-billion dollar organization. But typically what you're selling is high value. And so it's not about volume. It is about value, which means that rather than focusing on trying to get in front of tons of different people and build your following and, and all that kind of stuff, what you really want to start with is getting very clear on who is your actual ideal client, because it's not about having 10,000 or a million followers, right? I mean, that's, that, that can be nice, but really what you want is if you have a hundred high value people that are uh, following your work, right? That are really into what you're doing. That's much more valuable and much more powerful and better for your business than having 10,000 people that are not potential ideal clients. So what you want to do before you even start thinking about building your authority is getting very clear about whether uh, or who your ideal client really is so that you can make sure that the strategy that you build for your authority and how you want to actually communicate your expertise aligns and will speak to that ideal client so that you can attract those people, right? Um, th and this is relevant whether you are actively consulting. And what we're going to be talking about here today is going to be relevant for you if you're actively consulting right now, but it's also relevant. I know some of you mentioned that you're still in corporate or you're looking to make the transition. This is stuff that you can and should actually start working on right now. We have clients that you know, reach out to us when they're still working in organizations because they know they want to make that transition in the next you know, six months or 12 months or whatever it might be. And so they actually want to plant, start planting the seeds today and taking actions today that can make that transition 
much easier, much smoother and more successful for them, right? And all in many cases, much faster. So this is going to be, again, for, doesn't matter if you're actively consulting right now or thinking about it, uh, what we're going to be talking about here today is stuff that you can actually put into practice right away. Okay, so when I say, number one, get clear on your ideal client, what I'm really referring to is that you want to think about who is the dream client? Who is the person that you really want to serve and work with? What kind of organization are they in? Is it a nonprofit? Is it a multi-billion dollar organ, you know, organization um, or somewhere in between? Uh, what industry are they in? Do you want to serve you know, fintech or are you want, uh, really wanting to work with food and beverage or pharmaceutical or manufacturing, right? Um, what is the location, right? Maybe it's global, but maybe you want to work within your, your state or just within your country. Um, the clearer that you can be about your ideal client, the better. And so you also want to think about what is the title of the decision maker that you actually want to win business, the person who will be deciding whether or not they're going to write a check to, to hire and pay you at some point. Because the more that you understand who your ideal client is, the more that you can actually create the content and create the intellectual property and create the materials and put out messages that will align and resonate with those specific people. Because if you don't do this, what ends up happening is you go far too general, far too broad, and your message tries to speak to too many different kinds of people and ends up really resonating with nobody, right? So step number one that I wanna encourage you all to write down is get, getting very clear on who your true dream ideal client is, and then think about specifically who are they, right? Their industry, their location, their job, like their title, and then what issues do they have? What do you believe are the top of mind problems for these people? Because the more that you understand what they're actively thinking about, the more that you can actually start to create the content that will resonate with them and that will align again with exactly what is going on in their mind. So if they have a specific challenge right now and they're looking for information on how to solve that challenge, well, they and they find you, the first thing that they're going to think is, wow, you really know me and you understand my situation. You're speaking my language. So here, the more specific that you can be, the better. So rather than, for example, saying, you know, I want to work with uh, and I want to help business owners, like that's just far, far too general, or I want to work with small businesses, far too general, right? I want to help entrepreneurs. That's also really big and really general. And you might say, well, but Michael, I see a lot of organizations that essentially do that. And I would say, well, yeah, that might be where they are today, but back up, go back in time. What you'll find is that's not where they got started. If you look at an organization, a consulting firm like LEK Consulting that was actually started by uh, one of the founders was Richard Koch. He's the guy that wrote the 80-20 principle and a whole other just really great books. Uh, they got started. If you look at their website today, they have like 25 different capabilities. Looks like they do everything and serve everyone. But if you go back in the day when they actually got started, uh, they focused on shareholder valuation services. And the reason they did that is because other consulting firms weren't doing that. So you don't want to try, try and be all things to all people. You want to get very clear on exactly who you're going to serve. So rather than saying, yeah, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to work with business owners, it's much, much better to say that uh, you want to work with, for example, mid-size uh, architecture firm principals and owners. Because now it becomes much easier to find these people. It becomes much easier to speak their language. It becomes much easier to create content and intellectual property that they will actually really benefit from. And they're going to seek out. And they're going to feel you're speaking to them right away. Okay, so this is 
one of the first things that we do with clients when we work with them, because it's critical before you can start to develop your messaging or your content or even your pricing or your marketing or anything else, you have to be very clear on what we call your ideal client clarity. Does that make sense? Everyone just type in the chat box. Let me know if, if you're following along and if you, if you see the importance of really getting crystal clear about who your ideal client is and not going broad, but rather going very specific. So that's step number one. Okay, so let's now zoom forward. And of course, this is uh, the more that you can zoom in on this, the better, right? The more specific you can be, the better, okay? Don't go broad, go specific with this. Um, it's it's gonna help you to really stand out. There's far too many people that are already putting out general content and general ideas. Uh, if you're not already like a household name or a, you know a brand name, um, you need to be specialized to actually get your hook, to you know to actually connect with people right away. So that's that's number one. Okay. Now the second thing, the second step here is your big idea. And it's, this is, um, you know, critical because as I just mentioned, you want to be known for something. You can't just be the, like putting out general ideas on management or general ideas on finance, because there's already so much of that. If you publish an article on, you know, general management on your blog, well, Who's going to even find that unless you already have a big following because you're competing against Harvard Business Review and the Financial Times and, you know, all these other organizations that uh, that already have that content and in the eyes of Google are have much more history than you do. So if you want to be able to to be seen, to be known, to compete, to stand out, you need to think about your big idea. And so here's a quick kind of exercise that we can go through together on this. When I say Simon Sinek, what comes to mind for you? When, when I would say when most people that I ask this question to, when I'm talking to, to different organizations and, um, and speaking, when I mention Simon Sinek, the first thing that people typically say is start with why, which is the book that actually really got Simon Sinek quite, um, quite well known, right? Uh, let's try another one together. Warren Buffett. What do you all think of when I say Warren Buffett? Uh, okay, let's look at one more here. Um, actually, maybe two more. Brene Brown. And what do you all think of when I say Brene Brown? So yeah, vulnerability, right? Brene Brown gave a talk, uh, a TED talk, and has done a lot of work around this area of, of vulnerability. Um, and that's really what she's become known for. Let's do one more just for fun. What do you all think of when I say Lady Gaga? Uh, I think of just crazy clothing or like wild clothing. Of, of course, I know Lady Gaga is a singer, but I think the way that Lady Gaga really stands out, like her voice is not necessarily better than many other singers out there. But the reason why she stands out is because her big idea has always been around clothing, right? You, you can't not look when you see Lady Gaga uh, or at least previous versions, right? Like crazy costumes, crazy fashion. Um, and I'm not saying that's, that's bad or good. It's just that's, you know, she used that to stand out. So the idea behind all of this is that you want to figure out your big idea, right? It's, it's very challenging to be seen and be known as an authority if you are speaking about or talking about or writing about or trying to put out messages that are the same as everybody else, if the message is too general, if it's too broad, then it's not going to really connect. You want to think about what do you want to be known for? And I'm going to offer you all here a few examples of how you can think about this and kind of how you can frame it up in your own mind. But there's a few keys that can help you to arrive at what your big idea might be. And the first one is to really think about what is the belief or a belief that you have about your industry or about the area of expertise or about even the ideal client that you've uh, written down in number one that you think 
people just don't understand or they don't, they don't see the real problem, the real issue, right? Maybe there's a big polarizing thought or idea that you have, and it may not be the most popular, but it's something that you stand behind. Um, another one is, again, maybe you have a specific point of view on a topic, and that might be around artificial intelligence or machine learning, or it might be about pharma- you know, how pharmaceutical drugs are taken to market, or it might be ab- around um, ingredients in, in a food or, or a beverage. So it doesn't really matter what it is. What's more important is that it's specific to you, right? To your area of expertise. And the reason why you want to figure out what your big idea is and what you really want to start to be known for is because it will resonate with you. You will be excited by it because it's based on a belief that you have or an opinion that you have or a point of view that you have. And it's not just general. It's something that you really grasp. And because that's the case, you're going to be more passionate in talking about it or writing about it or sharing the idea. And that enthusiasm, right, that confidence, that clarity that you have, that belief you have uh, shines through. And that you exude that to the people that you speak to or that that you're writing and they see your message. So I really want to encourage you all to start thinking about, you know, what do you want to be known as an expert in? Let's just go for a, a moment here. Um, to again, make this interactive, type in the chat box, what comes to mind for you as I'm speaking right now about this this idea of a polarizing idea or a point of view. uh, When you think about the industry that you want to work in or the type of client that you want to serve, what do you feel like, what do you want to be known for? What do you feel that you are truly exceptional at, that you have a, a deep understanding and experience and expertise around? And what is, again, an idea or a belief that you have that you really want to be viewed as an expert in? And again, I'd encourage you to, to think about how can you uh, state this in a way that is going to be specific? Because if it's too general, if you just say like management, that's too broad. And then you want to you start to break them down to look at what are, what are the actual elements that, that make up this idea, that form the belief or point of view that you have, that you, that you can then use to get behind. And that now turns into all of these uh, ingredients that you can use to create the creation of of your idea to actually create your content to create your intellectual property and what you want to be known for. So good. So yeah, everyone start thinking more about this. And hopefully you're starting to kind of arrive at some ideas. And if you're not seeing that that lightning bolt right now, and you're you're still not exactly sure or clear, that's okay. Because what the, the my goal here for you today is that we're planting some seeds. And you might be on a walk later today, you know, walking through nature or, or going home, or maybe you're exercising later today um, or lying in bed, uh, depending on what time it is. And all of a sudden you're going to have an idea, like it's going to pop in your mind because that, that's the way that it works. So right now we're just trying to plant the seed for you to start to look for ideas and think about what am I really great at? What do I, like, you know, what's broken? What isn't working right now? What do I have a belief around that might be a little bit polarizing or controversial, but I actually think, uh, and I'm excited to build my my knowledge base around that. Okay. So that's uh, what the big idea is all about. All right. Everyone good. All right. Great. So the third step in this process is to choose your channel and we're talking about building authority. So again, you can have great ideas. You can be the best at whatever it is that, that you're great at, but if 
people don't know that you have that expertise, if they don't know that you exist, if they don't see you, if you're not visible, you're going to have a very hard time benefiting from this, the opportunity that you're creating or from your intellectual property or from your content or, you know, from whatever you're, you're putting out there to become an authority. So the key step here for number three is once you're clear on who your ideal client is, you've decided what your big idea is that you want to build your, you know, kind of your, your message around or your content around and your intellectual property around. Well, the next step then is to figure out how can you now start to share this message with your ideal clients, with your dream clients. And it's not necessarily about just sharing the message with the whole world because the whole world is not the ideal client, um, right? This is a, a big difference that you want to try and get your message in front of the right people, especially to begin with. And it's not about volume, it's about value. So it's not about trying to find the platform that is going to help you to reach the most people if those people aren't the ones you actually want to, to move or to serve, right? Figure out where can you go to get your message in front of the people that actually matter to you and to your business that, that you want to serve, that you want to make an impact on. And so when I say choose your channel, what I'm referring to is for you to start thinking about, are there certain blogs or newsletters uh, that you can write for that are going to reach your ideal client, like where your ideal client is going right now to, to get their information from? So if you are in manufacturing, maybe you're going to go to a, a top manufacturing um, you know, newsletter or, or publication or industry site. And it doesn't have to start with the top one, right? You don't have to go right to Harvard Business Review because that's going to be probably for most people pretty challenging to, to land that. But you can start writing for a whole different places uh, or a bunch of different places, right? And build on that. So you want to figure out where do my ideal clients go right now to get information? Another idea is podcasts, right? Are there certain podcasts that your ideal clients listen to and you can go and be a guest on. Or maybe you decide that there's actually an opportunity for you to create your own podcast that serves the specific industry and type of ideal client that, that you want to attract and you know it's going to take some time to build up, but, but having that asset is going to be incredibly valuable for you long-term and it becomes uh, a platform for you to share your message consistently from. Uh, I do a lot of this kind of stuff where I, I share um, ideas, or insights or experiences and observations and best practices with different consulting organizations, with different uh, professional groups, because I know that and my hope is that it will help some people, that I can share some of my experiences and help people to achieve success faster, right? So I, I look at where can I reach the kind of people that, that I want to connect with, my kind of people, right? And many of you are my kind of person, uh, right? And, and you, we have some shared kind of background or similarities or interests. And so that's why when I have an invitation uh, from Ivy Exec to come in and share this kind of message with you, I'm very happy to say yes, because there's, there's alignment. So for you, it's important to figure out where can you go right now to share your message? And yes, you can start writing uh, you know, content on your own website or blog, but just recognize that if your ideal clients, if you don't already have a lot of people coming to your website, it's going to take a heck of a long time for you to actually see a real benefit from that you're going to be much better served by writing on a platform like LinkedIn or finding a blog uh, or a newsletter that already has access to your ideal clients and start sharing your ideas with them or find organizations in your industry or that have access to your ideal clients and offer to give a webinar or a workshop, right? Even for free, just show up and provide valuable content and ideas because the more people that you can get in front of who are ideal clients, uh, and the more that you can share your message, right, and share your big idea, 
the more people that you're going to actually be able to impact, the more people that will start to view you as an authority and expert. And therefore, what you're really starting to do, and one of the uh, benefits of building your authority is that you're selling without selling, right? You don't need to sell your product or service. You don't need to sell your expertise because you're doing it simply through demonstrating your expertise, right? Through that content. When you're sharing your big idea, when you're telling the story, when you're putting that message forward to people, right? And there's lots of different ways to approach that. But when you're, when you're doing that, you're, it's an opportunity for you to actually demonstrate your expertise through the content, right? You can read an article, like if you were to go to consultingsuccess.com and let's say you're interested in uh, pricing strategies, right? You can find a, um, one of the many articles we have on pricing strategies and you'll read that. And my guess is that as you read that, you'll, you'll know very quickly that, yeah, like these guys know their stuff when it comes to pricing strategies specifically for consultants because the content is very specific. It's detailed, right? There's lots of examples and case studies and so forth. So that's what every single one of you can do is, and that's why you want to pick a big idea that is connected to your area of expertise and an area that you're passionate in that you want to uh, research, because the more that you can do of that, the more that you can actually spread that message and put it in front of, of your ideal clients. So think about where do you want to do this, right? Is your channel going to be some uh, blogs? Is it going to be newsletters? Is it going to be building your own list where people come to your website and they opt in to get something for free? And that way that allows you to build your own list. Is it about speaking uh, either virtually or live to different organizations? Is it doing webinars? Uh, is it a podcast? Is it even a social channel like Instagram or Twitter? It doesn't actually matter what the channel is as long as the channel is where your ideal clients are already you know, going to get information. And the other recommendation that I would have for all of you here is don't worry about trying to tackle all of these at once. You should just choose one or two to begin with. And I can tell you that in many cases, you actually don't need more than one or two to create a very successful business. Uh, there's some people that just really lean into Twitter and they do a great job on Twitter and, and that's, that's, their, that's where they go. They don't even use LinkedIn. Like they might be on it, but they're not actively using it. Others will just write articles for different publications. Others will just speak. So you, you should not try to do all of these different things. And I know that today more than ever before in history, we have more options, more opportunities, more shiny objects. And that actually is probably one of the most dangerous things that every single one of us encounters on a daily basis. And that's why it's so important to say no to say no to, to too many opportunities and instead to focus on the right ones. All right, so let's, let's go here to, to number four. And this is the, the final step of the process. And of course, today we're covering this at a, at a high level, but I wanna at least give you kind of one level down in terms of, of detail, and, and that is to create your authority engine. So we started off saying it's, it's critically, critically important to define and get crystal clear on who your ideal client is. Then you need to develop what your big idea is. Like, what do you actually want to be known for? What do you want to be viewed as an expert uh, in? And then the third is the channel to actually get that message in front of your ideal clients. And the fourth is, well, how do you actually do it, right? This is the, the actual doing of the work. And uh, there's two parts to this, okay? Uh, so feel free to write these down. The first part is the actual um, production and distribution, okay? Um, meaning that you actually need to create the content. You need, and con when I say content, uh, again, I'm talking about specialized content, I'm talking about content that, that really uh, circles around 
your big idea over and over and over again, right? Brene Brown doesn't give one talk on vulnerability and, and, and is instantly known for that. Of course, you could say, well, the TED talk did that, but there's a lot of work that happened before that and a lot of work that has still happened after that, right? Um, everyone that is well-known for something did not just deliver one, you know, one speech or one article and, and that was it. There's always a lot of work that happens and that's why. So you want to think about how can you create this authority engine where you're going to be able to pump out content over and over and over again. And content, again, as we talked about, is, is one of the best ways for you to establish your authority because it allows you to demonstrate value without actually having to have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with somebody, right? Or to actually work with a client where you can show great, great value by doing great work. Content is a way that you can, somebody can read your article on LinkedIn or see a, a series of tweets on Twitter or to read an article published in a journal or a publication, and they can instantly think to themselves, wow, this person really knows their stuff. They are an expert. This is a really interesting perspective, interesting insights. I did not know that. I want to learn more, right? And so that's how you can sell without selling through content. But you need to be able to create that content and you, you need to be able to do it consistently, right? So the part of the authority engine is asking yourself and figuring out, how will you create the content and get it out into the world? So the first part of that is you need to make sure that you schedule time to create that content. And this is not just saying, well, yeah, like I'm, I'll just kind of work on an article when I, when I feel like it. And when, when creativity strikes me, no, if you look at the, the best writers in the world or the best content creators in the world, they are doing it, uh, you know, every single day or every single week, like it's, it's over and over and over again. Um, the people that I know that are most successful in this area typically do it every single day and they typically start their day with this, right? That first thing they wake up before the kids are up or before, you know, business gets started, they have their cup of coffee or whatever it is and they sit down and they write and whether they write something good or what, or write something bad, it doesn't matter because the only way that you can arrive at a good idea is by already having multiple bad ideas. We actually had, um, Jeremy Utley at a recent, just last week. We had a, um, a private client mastermind event. It was an online virtual event. We brought in three speakers. One of them was Jeremy Uli, who's from the Stanford Design School. And uh, he really understands you know, innovation and, uh, and all that kind of stuff. That's, that's what the D School specializes in. And he echoed something that I've heard Seth Godin talk about, which is the, the idea that the, the way to actually achieve and to arrive at good ideas is you have to have a lot of bad ideas. So just recognize that you need to, to, to work your, this muscle. It's like, you can't just go to the gym once and all of a sudden have six pack abs and you know, the, the muscles and physique or whatever it is that you're desiring uh, physically, that doesn't happen by going to the gym once, right? It's over and over and over again. It's, it has to be consistent. So the same thing when you talk about creating content, you need to schedule time to do it and you need to do it over and over again. But there's might be other considerations, which is, you know, do you need to do research for the content you're going to create? Do you need to create design or illustrations or graphics for it. And that doesn't mean that you should be doing all those things, but you then need to find people who can help you to do those things. So you need a plan, right? Doing this effectively and consistently requires a plan because you need to know how does this all come together? Uh, and then you need to figure out, well, how are you going to get this out, right? Is it as simple as just pu publishing this on your LinkedIn profile? Or do you need to actually have a process for getting this into a different publication? And so that now brings me to my second point, which is, or second part of this, which is that, that you need to have a process in place. And this is why we call this kind of authority engine because it always has to be running, but you have to have a process in place 
to get your ideas in front of your ideal clients. And so that might mean that you've identified 10 or 20 different publications or 10 or 20 different venues that you want to speak at or that you want to write for, and you need to have the right message, the right kind of email template and follow-up templates. And you have to send those emails. You have to follow up on those emails. You have to think about, you know, how do you actually get people's attention? How do you write something in terms of, of, of kind of a pitch or a submission that they're going to look at and go, yeah, like, yeah, we'd be happy to have you write for us. Or yeah, we, we'd love to have you on this panel or we'd love to have you give, give this keynote talk. But you need to have that in place, right? Because you, you're not just going to, in most cases, send one email to a, a journal or a publication and they're not going to get that and go, yeah, great. We'd love to have you write for us, right? Unless you're already well-known or you already have a relationship. In most cases, that doesn't happen. So you need to plan on sending an email and then sending a, sending a, heck, of, a heck of a lot of follow-up emails. So you need to have a schedule for it. You need to have accountability for it. And that accountability, it can be yourself. It can be a partner or, or someone that you work with, or it can be a family member, or it could be a coach. But you, you want to make sure that you have a plan for all this. Because if you don't have a plan and if you don't work it consistently, you're going to find that you're not going to create the results that you want. You're not going to be able to, uh, to actually see the fruits of your, of your labor, right? You're going to wake up one day, six months later or a year later going, you know, I was really planning on publishing these articles or speaking and I haven't really made much progress. So trust me when I, when I say this, because not only have uh, we put this in practice in our own businesses over the last two decades plus, um, but we've also been working with consultants for 13 years and we've literally worked with 800 plus consultants personally, thousands more that have gone through our trainings and workshops. And over and over again, I see that the most successful Consultants are those that are working a plan and actually have a plan, but are working consistently and have accountability and support around it. So you want to make sure that you think about these things. And the, the big um, suggestion I'd have and recommendation I have for all of you here is, first of all, look at your calendar, go to your calendar and carve out time either every day or at minimum once a week to begin with that is your holy time to work on developing your intellectual property, to work on thinking about uh, and creating around your big idea, uh, and then also have a, have time in your calendar to work on the distribution and getting your you know landing those opportunities and doing the outreach and sharing your content, whether it's directly with ideal clients and like even if you're let's say you're still working in the corporate world but you want to transition to consulting, well this is a magical opportunity for you and a magical time to start developing your intellectual property and your big idea and content around that and just sharing it with people who you think you'd like to work with one day but you're not selling them anything. You have nothing to offer them right now because you're not even necessarily consulting right now. Uh, you're just sharing things you think they might appreciate. Um, and even if you are consulting right now, this is still a great practice is to provide valuable information, insights, and ideas to those that you ultimately want to serve without trying to sell them anything. As you do that, whether you're doing that directly to them or you're doing it through appearing in publications or speaking, that is all creating this, um, this air of, of authority. And people start to really view, as an, view you as an authority and expert because you're putting so many great ideas and content in front of them. So uh, that's really what I want to share with all of you here today. I do see a few questions coming in. And uh, if anyone here would like more resources on this topic, feel free to send me an email uh, at mike at consultingsuccess.com. And the only thing that I ask is just put in the subject line, IV exec, because I, I do receive a lot of emails every single day. And I'm going to set up a little folder so that if there's an email that comes in and it has the subject line IV exec in it, um, I, will, I will be able to see it. And I promise you, I will respond. Uh, it might just take me a little while to get through all the emails, but I will respond uh, as long as you put uh, IV exec in the subject line. So with that, um, I hope that you all found uh, some ideas in here that you can take, that you can apply. 
uh, and that you will be able to harness this uh, to really leverage and, and use the expertise that you already have. Each one of you right now has brilliance inside of you. You have knowledge, you have expertise that organizations are craving for. There's demand out there, but you need to share your story with the world. You need to share your big idea, your perspectives, your point of view, right? That polarizing kind of um, concept with the world. And as you do that and you do it over and over again, there's no doubt in my mind, because I've seen this play out over and over again, that you will start to be known and recognized if you're not even already as an authority and expert that, that you are. But even though you might be an expert in, internally right now, if people don't know, if, if people can't see that you have that expertise and you're not demonstrating it for them, then they're not gonna come to you. But the moment that you start doing that and if you do that over and over consistently, you will start seeing that people will be reaching out to you and they're gonna inquire and they're gonna wanna learn more from you and ask you to you know, speak to their organization or ask to jump on a call with you. Uh, and that's how opportunities are created. So uh, again, with that, I hope you all found this to be helpful.